guys, sadly, we are not joined by uh, Caleb tonight. Pour one he, out for our guy. Yeah, you know, he just got over COVID. He's out on a date with his girlfriend. You know, he's living it up. He's having a good time, hopefully. That being said, uh, Dad's not around to moderate us, so... Boys night. Boys night. Boys night. Boys night. And now it's time to go to therapy. But I was going into Toshi Station to pick up some power converters. Obi Wan. Raider. Taking the best elements from Lucasfilm Limited Star Wars movie, the engaging heroes, the horrific aliens, the terrorizing Imperial forces, the thrilling flying and fighting, the strange settings, and the mystifying powers of the Force, and adding interactivity. Players can choose to be Luke Skywalker, Han Solo, or Chewbacca to do battle with the dark side of the Force and determine the fate of the galaxy. Do you have what it takes to take on the Empire? Find out with Super Star Wars, available now. Get in the Camaro. <laughs> We're going out to get Sigs. All right, I'll pull up the 80s playlist, no. dude. Let's go. Hold on loosely. <laughs> hey, ladies, you want a ride? <laughs> should we properly? Yeah, we should probably do like a proper like intro a proper, so that he's right. not like jumbling around with the edit trying to make it work. Yeah, definitely. Um, 100%. <laughs> Welcome back to Star Wars Therapy, the show where we talk about Star Wars and, and life. life. I'm your host, Alex. I'm Steven, also a host, much like last episode where uh, my beautiful friend Alex wasn't here with us. Caleb is not here with us. He's just getting over the word. And by the word, yes, I do mean COVID. But Caleb is not here because he is spending a much needed time with his wonderful girlfriend, Destiny. And we're recording here because we're talking about things that Caleb cannot relate to, and that is video, video games. Video games. Because we are both Woo. nerds with no friend, and Caleb's on a date, so it's just boys' night in. Boys' night. Boys' night. Boys' night. I love you so much. Can we just insert that in random parts throughout the podcast? <laughs> no, let's go back and re-edit other episodes to have boys' night in there when it's just you and me going back and forth and Caleb's checking levels. I'm okay with this. Hey, that's fine. That's fine. Okay. Release the boys' cut. <laughs> but Alex, you were you were out last time because you came down with what you only could describe as river lung um which <laughs> yeah, sounds so, like it's from the 1400s and that you would die of it at the age of 28 much like other things if i did not have the immune system of these modern times i probably would have died <laughs> i didn't have the immune system of an ox so let me give you a little backstory for uh, while i was missing last time i went whitewater rafting on the Ocoee river which is in southern tennessee and uh Beautiful i went with my dad tennessee. and my cousins we had a wonderful time and there was this long uh stretch of river where there were no rapids and so our guide said, hey, the stream is gentle. It's real nice, but like it moves you fast. Go ahead, jump out, float down river. It feels awesome. Do that. <laughs> so I do that. I jump out of the boat, immediately get water in my mouth. And not only do I swallow it, but it goes down my trachea and got oh my into God. my lungs. <laughs> yeah, because it's weird when people always say like, oh, it went down the wrong pipe. And I'm always like, what does that mean? But when you say the word trachea, I just instantly, oh, yeah, yeah. I'm like, it's way more uncomfortable now. Well, okay. <laughs> I, I'm, it's been a while since I had studied this, but I'm pretty sure the trachea leads to the lungs and the esophagus leads to the stomach. That Yeah, that's true. So yeah, I definitely should have gone to the doctor uh, was, but with an a, immune system like this well with a 21st century immune system well, what are what's the doctor gonna do what yeah. tell me to eat an apple like move on with yeah. your life what do you got yeah. with your I'm, phd I'm, I'm, I'm kidding please trust doctors and seek medical help please for the love it. of god do not quote unquote do your own research <laughs> and by do your own research it means scroll down three google results and say i think this page has this page has what i'm looking for i wasn't an independent researcher i was poor <laughs> There's a difference. <laughs> very and I clear. live in America. <laughs> I know what is wrong with me. <laughs> but yeah, so like I don't I don't know exactly what it was. I imagine it was some kind of like bacterial infection in my lungs. Or at least like somewhere you know. like in the trachea. Something horrible. I coughed for like three weeks straight. <laughs> <laughs> I had a fever for like four days. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, wait, what? I didn't. You didn't oh, tell, oh! You never told me that. Part. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it was, it was bad, dude. You had like a fever no, for four days. If we recorded like the next week, I would have been like, okay, I can probably come and record, but you'll have to like cut out some coughs or whatever. Yeah. Which I mean, I probably still wouldn't have done that because that'd be hella annoying. Yeah, but, I can uh, understand that. 
But yeah, no, I had, a, I had like a four day fever. It wasn't like an intense one. It just lasted a long time. Like usually yeah. I get like a fever for like a day and it'll be like 102, 103. It'll be bad and then it'll just cut off. Mm-hmm. Whereas this was like it hovered around 100 for like four days straight. See, I think that that's worse. That's yeah. worse. I'd rather, <laughs> I think it is worse. <laughs> it, it's like a, it's like the difference between getting a shot, you know, when you're a kid and you're like, uh-huh. oh, but it hurts, and like, but then you know them going, okay, here's this nasty bubblegum medicine that never quite tastes like bubblegum. Oh, never does. Yeah, it never yeah. does. Take this for two weeks or get a shot now. And it's like I didn't want to get the shot, but I'd always get the shot because I'm like I prefer that. Yeah. <laughs> and my parents being proud of me for some reason. And now as an adult, I'm like 100% take the shot. Yeah, <laughs> like it'll 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 work so much faster. <laughs> sound like a vietnam vet looking back at what he should take have done sh- take- <laughs> it's like take that the shot <laughs> it's like that tiktok sound that's going around right now that's like are you in position yeah <laughs> yes sir <laughs> those for then, the yeah. one on the right <laughs> that is my, my son, son. <laughs> yeah. but yeah so that that's all that was going on i mean <laughs> that's all that was going on yeah, it was pretty a casual bad. case of river lung i went into work and they were just like oh you weren't faking this yeah you're <laughs> they, just like because like I, I only missed like two or three days of work and so i went in like full mask tumbling over my feet yeah just just being a responsible (laughs) human being yeah well trying to pay the bills yeah (laughs) and they were just like oh my god you look awful and i was like like, yeah uh, you're not firing me over this (laughs) (laughs) over river lung there hasn't been a case of in the united states for 300 years i did get the moniker at work river lung (laughs) see river River lung just sounds like a really cool like like uh country-esque like punk band I'm down for River Lung. I'm down for River Lung's yeah. EP, Breathe the Tide. Breathe the Tide. Inhale the Tide. Then just have like Vomit X5. <laughs> <laughs> It wasn't. It, I didn't vomit five times. I was, was going like to say, three. and the cover should just be you. It's that one picture you have on your Instagram where it's like you in the front and you're like, Whoa! like in the in the raft. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. By the way, if, if you want to see it, I you can go to my Instagram at underscore Alex Bryson where I posted some nice photos of us rafting that day. And uh, if you scroll all the way to the right, you get to see a picture of the water knocking me back into my uh, cousin who was sitting behind me while my glasses were falling off. My glasses that I had had for seven years. Yeah, finally. <laughs> because I was, I was a big old Dumbo and I wore glasses whitewater rafting. <laughs> what if I have to see the water? <laughs> but now I, I, got a, I got a good like two for 80 deal. He's looking spiffy. And I got, I got two new pairs of glasses. Uh, shall we transition into the topic at hand? Yeah, sure. I mean, if you want to like talk about anything i, I kind of took the floor right there no dude listen you, I'm, I'm down for diving in too yeah let's let's dive in very appropriate actually we're talking about video games in star wars today because yesterday <laughs> oh, I, we got some news okay i was i literally screenshotted things to <laughs> to like bring up on the oh, podcast really? <laughs> because i i had it in my head like i saw the news and i was like we gotta like get this out of the way yeah we gotta talk about this on like, the podcast out the gate the kotor remake Knights of the Old Republic remake has been delayed indefinitely because they fired the two presidents of the company and now they're reassessing. Uh, I forget exactly where it comes from, but the article says like they finalized a demo of the game and they like showed it off to, I guess, like to the publisher or someone. Okay. Just like, hey, this is what we're working on. This is what we're going with. Immediately, the game director and I think the art director got fired. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> That's what happened? Yeah. It, it, yeah. Like multiple. I just figured it was like a company sh- shakeup. Multiple or people have left the studio. But like, that was like the biggest thing. <laughs> so they were fired because of the demo. Yeah. Like saying, this is so bad that we cannot show it to the public. Oh, yeah. I mean, I guess that's like some part of it. That makes sense. But uh, the other part was like, I don't know who Aspire's publisher is, but uh, when their publisher wanted them to like crunch and have it out by like late 2022 or early 2023. That's not happening. Which given when it was announced. (laughs) No. That's a terrible idea. That's a god awful (laughs) idea, actually. The thing is, like with video games, they need time. Yes. Like I would much rather a game be delayed and come out and be great Elden Ring great example got delayed like four or five different times if I remember correctly it's like oh this game just won't come out it's a myth and then it came out and it's the best thing ever and it had like, like one of the most successful launches in literally like, history, the, right? one of the most yeah <laughs> but the, the point is with KOTOR is like what I find amazing is that you and I have both gone on record as saying this 
keep the story and nothing else. Yes. Like so that, the reason I was excited for it is because yeah, I was hoping they'd like make you it like can a get modern a version game. of the game that you can play because yeah. even like modern <laughs> ports of the game, like you've heard about the one on Switch, right? The one are on they the, just bad or something? You literally. I mean, I just don't like the gameplay loop no, of the first one. You but. literally can't finish the version that they ported to Switch. <laughs> really? You literally can't finish it. I don't know exactly what it is, but it's like there's some nigh unbreakable bug in the game that it's just like, yeah, you just straight up can't finish it. Oh my god. Yeah, and that's it's like awful. I feel like most fans share the opinion that you and I have of like, even if they like the gameplay, it's not the most amazing, groundbreaking, no, it's, blocky. It's, it's yeah. very blocky. It's very like move, don't move, don't. I, I don't thrive. It's weird in games being like that. in turn base where. Where, like your environment around you doesn't shift or anything yeah like most turn-based things kind of like puts you in a little arena like something like pokemon or it feels it feels detached from the overworld yeah whereas like this is like you're in the overworld everything's the exact same except now you have to like point around yeah right <laughs> it's like have fun yeah. do you have all of the joy of having a 3d mouse <laughs> whoa <laughs> it's called eyes you can do that just by looking around but the the thing is like i don't know I, they're probably in a weird space because like if they're trying to to appease to both groups of, of fans i can't imagine how that demo turned out because it's like oh that's true <laughs> it's like if you're trying to appeal to the fans who actually like the gameplay you're trying to turn into this turn-based type even, thing but then if you're trying to build it from the ground up it's like you have to determine what kind of game it is but at the same time i look at something like the final fantasy remake like final fantasy 7 like mm -hmm. the original that game completely changed it completely yeah. changed it and, and everyone, it's a third person and it's fine not everyone like, it's very well accepted it's a welcome not change. the dumpster fire <laughs> everyone thought it would be yeah that's that's the big that's the big thing and so i just look at it like it's not impossible you know what else changed kotor's combat kotor 2 yeah like the game already had an evolution already was of, better <laughs> uh, of combat yeah and so like i completely understand you know wanting to appease the original fans and everything but at the same time you got to acknowledge it's not 2001 anymore or yeah. whatever year that game came out. You can't just and you can't just make it play horribly just to be like, oh, yeah, this is how we do our is, games. Yeah, this is the dream. This is what it, we thought it would look like today or something. Yeah, it's like, well, no, it's like, just change it. Make it better. Yeah. Well, the <laughs> thing is, too, like like back then, I think especially in the mid late 90s to like early 2000s so many different publishers didn't necessarily have a standard of controls mm. like you think about like when mario 64 came out they literally had to explain the idea of a third person camera by saying oh yeah well there's a character on a cloud that's carrying a camera and you control him <laughs> with the other stick and it's like playing that that's now, wild to yeah, like think that like they kind of had to they had to be like here is the third dimension which you experience every day in real life you know that's funny i never even like conceptually thought about like the fact that it's playing as two characters at once. Yeah. Because I grew up with these 3D games, I always just knew, okay, it turned the camera. Yeah, exactly. Like, that's a very good point. It's interesting how they had to be like, no, you're controlling two. It's just you don't see one of them and he moves around. Yeah. It's, huh. it, it's interesting to think that you have to explain something like that that's so inherent to just real life. Yeah. You know, a third dimension. And now it's like, why now, is if you're this playing guy fourth on my shoulder? Games. <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> yeah. Now, if you're playing fourth and fifth dimensional games that's when it gets trippy where you're literally reaching into your tv screen to interact with mario and shake his very italian hand anyway yeah. it's a very italian hand anyway. <laughs> hey you see this hand right here as italian baby look i find myself to be an expert in the I, art of hands he's making the I can chef tell hands you, i can tell you that is a very italian hand that is prime grade a italian hand right there look at all the hair on it Dad, look at that. And look, I'm looking at my own hand right now. I look like a gosh dang chimpanzee. Anyway. Are you part Italian? Yeah, dude, I'm full blooded. Okay, cool. My oh, my okay. grandpa's last name was Torchy. <laughs> my great grandpa's <laughs> last name was Torchic. I mean, kind of. <laughs> like my great grandpa came straight off the boat oh, from Italy. Okay. Yeah. Word. And he was 15. Yeah. And he he owned a bar where mobsters hung out and stuff like that. So cool. So you know he's you, cool. I was gonna say my hot take is uh while I was talking about old games that wouldn't be uh, carried over into modern gameplay, mm -hmm. well, if they just remastered uh, like the original Battlefront games and like only changed the visuals and oh. like didn't update the gameplay, look, 
Yeah, those, game, those games are fun. No, I'm saying those games are fun, but I don't think like if they like remastered them and then made a sequel based off of like the way that they worked, mm. I don't think it'd do well. You know, I, th- I think as many problems as the EA games have, their modernization of the combat is the way to go. I can understand. And that's that. kind of my hot take on it is like, I know it's fun to hate the EA games and like they do deserve a lot of hate, but at the same time, fun to play. The thing though, <laughs> I'll kind of expand on that here in a second, but like they don't deserve hate because of the gameplay. They deserve hate no, because of great. the release and because of the content. They like, deserve hate because EA is a horrible company. Is a horrible company, company. <laughs> yeah. Like, literally, here's 30% of the game at full price. Now here's the rest of the game mm-hmm. at full price. So here's $120 for a full game that we told you was a full game but wasn't. That's yeah. that's the problem. And also being completely based on loot and stuff like that to the point where you literally have to like say, no loot boxes for so long to get oh. people's XP or whatever right like that's what it, happened it caused so many lawsuits <laughs> really oh that game caused loot boxes to be banned in like a dozen countries whoa no that ga- the fallout of that game was massive and that's and why it's because it's a star wars property because games had been doing this for so long but it finally happened to star wars and it like blew everything up where yeah. it, like star wars fans get incredibly vocal <laughs> yeah right <laughs> to the point where it was like this is harming children it's like when disney <laughs> does something wrong and it's like oh, like <laughs> no <laughs> our perfect Disney giant never does anything wrong wink wink nudge nudge <laughs> i do want to bring up very briefly before we kind of talk about some video game ideas and like yeah. video, our favorite video games just general conversation about star wars video games mm-hmm. i will bring up two canceled games that i very much wish were a thing and i'm very sad about first off this one has probably the least about it i'm actually not sure why it was canceled i think it was because disney bought lucasfilm but they were gonna make a star wars mall game i can kind of okay i'll just go ahead and uh, get to it i have a lot of conversations with people about uh star wars games Fair. at work like specifically yesterday when i told them that i was work uh, we were going to be doing this yeah, we got it yeah <laughs> so i got a couple ideas and the funny thing is one of my friends mentioned that he really wanted a mall game that was gonna happen <laughs> and it was literally it was literally gonna be you as like a shirtless mall if i can remember correctly i think that it was kind of before the canon around mall had been completely developed mm. so it was gonna be a third person like action game kind of like force unleashed a little bit but a little bit closer to fallen order and i don't know if you were going to be an apprentice i don't know if it was going to be you after you get the robot legs i don't know if it was going to be between three and four i know that george lucas said that originally he wanted maul to be the villain of the sequel trilogy like that was really yeah he wanted i, I believe that he wanted some form Dude, of be that so old in the sequel uh, i know <laughs> <laughs> i mean i don't know how old zabrax live but hey, he'd be <laughs> not that old uh, I'm I think sorry. Most of them if get you're still hunting down get... Obi Wan and he looks like that, and you started <laughs> hunting him when he looked like that, he changed actors. He got so old, <laughs> and so like it's just the fact is, it's just like it could have worked, but I know it probably got canceled for a lot of good reasons. It just it kind of amazes me they were gonna make a game about Maul, even though Maul hadn't been fully like fleshed out. Yeah. In the way that we know it, because like you and me watching Clone Wars, we can go like, oh yeah, you can make a video game off of that, like easy. Like, mm-hmm. but then like, well, they did, and it didn't turn out well. Eh, but well. <laughs> <laughs> R.I.P. Republic Heroes. Here we are. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, keep going. But the second one is one you are definitely aware of. That is thirteen thirteen. Yeah. And I'm sad about this in particular because a a full gameplay demo. Exists and was shown yeah. at E3 and yeah, I was they pumped. Full on showed off part of it. Yeah, I remember like uh He was like going down through the tunnel that goes to all the different levels of Coruscant and like the ship was exploding and yeah. he was like trying to like jump out of it and whatnot. Yeah, and it was cool. It was uh, very cover based. It was almost like um it was from the guys who made Dead Space. So 1313 was gonna be about Boba Fett. Yeah. A very young Boba Fett, which we did get that fleshed out in the Clone Wars show. Yeah, um, a little bit. A little bit, but like the point is it was it was expanded on to where if you wanted to know what was going on with him you had an idea but with 1313 dead space guys wanting to do it also on top of that them taking a more cover-based mechanic because you think of dead space and i think very much of like i didn't necessarily take cover in that game i was just trying to survive yeah i've never it's been on my list i've never played it but uh, any footage i've ever seen of it it's all just people walking (laughs) yeah it's people walking and you're trying to dismember things yeah yeah but this one definitely looked awesome and i think the simple idea of playing as a 
bounty hunter in Star Wars is fun. Mm-hmm. Just wanted to mention those two because I was like, those are the two that I saw of the list of canceled Star Wars games, and I was like, well, yeah. I'm sad. Yeah, I remember when they showed off 1313, and I got so excited for it. So the reason it was canceled, I'm pretty sure, was because Visceral, I know, was taken down by EA because they stopped mm-hmm. making Dead Space games and stuff like that. I don't remember exactly what their reasoning was. It was probably because they wanted to make money. And then I also think Disney buying Lucasfilm and Star Wars probably had something yeah. to do with that. Because it was like it was like almost the exact same time. Yeah. Like as soon as they were bought out, then like that game got canceled. It's like so. scrap everything. Yeah. Another one that was pretty interesting that I saw was um called First Assault. Have you ever heard of this one? No. So what it I was, haven't. it was gonna be a competitive first person shooter oh, yeah. that literally would just be rebels versus stormtroopers and it was going to be through all of like the classic areas of star wars tatooine bestman whatever else oh so kind of like what we got out of ea's first battlefront yes very much like that. one era with i, I would think of scenes. it more as like a time splitters type thing you know did you ever play time splitters no oh man time splitters is fun we should do that sometime okay uh legit we should do that sometime it's yeah really fun but it's I'm like telling you i'm down yeah, I yeah. Okay. all right okay cool yeah let's play it all right yeah let's play it right now we'll be right back <laughs> We're going to go back to my house all the way over and over, over like two towns away and <laughs> play this game that I've downloaded onto my Xbox. Don't worry, we'll uh, we'll keep it recording. So anyway, uh, <laughs> boys <laughs> night. night. Boys night. Boys night. <laughs> Episode 15 boys night (laughs) (laughs) but uh the point being is like it was just going to be a fun like competitive downloadable shooter thing that would have been like similar to like a call of duty Warzone type thing but disney bought star wars and that got taken down as well i i just am sad that it's taken so long to get something that like even kind of resembles it that it's like oh just give me something simple like just simple star wars aesthetics with fun shooties give me that (laughs) give me that formula for a good star wars five stars simple fun aesthetics and fun shooties five stars (laughs) fun shooties i think there were polar bears anyway (laughs) if everyone remembers our talk about batman sub-zero the best batman movie i listened to that episode of the podcast on the way over here (laughs) by the way i I did i i probably brought it up on an episode i did try to watch it i fell i fell asleep halfway through i do think there were polar bears though I, i think caleb confirmed that right yeah i think it says that on the back of the dvd box there are polar bears you know what i want to bring back something classic in the most ad driven way possible i just want i don't i don't care i don't care what game it is but just something where there's polar bears in the background drinking coke. <laughs> you, you remember those? Yeah, huh? yeah. Those My like parents... that like left your brain for like five years. I'm gonna be real with you. It and... didn't because. Oh really? <laughs> My parents have an entire dining room themed around Coca-Cola. What like drives that decision to like theme a whole dining room around? They like it? Coke. Just Coke. They like Coke. They like Coke. They like Coke. Yeah, I can respect that. It's the like, aesthetic. I, I, want, I want to be clear. Like I'm not digging at it. No, yeah. I'm just saying, like, it, it is a bit like the, odd to think about, though. I, I understand the the aesthetics are that you know my grandpa always had stuff around that was like Coca Cola, like classic, you know, like 1950s Coca Cola, oh, okay. like that kind of stuff, and it's yeah. it's a lot of that kind of merchandise. Um, so it it feels like a like a retro kind of fifties kind of oh. feel to it. All right, I, that's you pretty know, nice. You think about like a soda parlor and they have like a glass bottle of Coke and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, the, oh, I'll have a Pepsi free. You want a Pepsi, pal? You're gonna pay for it. But anyway, uh, we were talking about <laughs> video games. Yeah, yeah, we can go back to that. <laughs> so I guess in regards to canceled video games, moving on from canceled video games though to mm-hmm. favorite Star Wars video games, I feel like this speaks to who we are as people. A little okay. Okay. because with me i mean my favorite undeniably is force unleashed oh yeah okay the first force unleashed game is my absolute 100 percent favorite star wars game i don't think it's my favorite but it's like one of the ones that i have like the most vivid memories with yeah like i remember specific times in my life playing that game i remember that so good i got the best version of it which was for the wii dude my man my man my man reach across no force unleashed i got the wii version because specifically when i was a kid when did it come out it was like 2010 20 oh no i think earlier, 2009 like, i think like 2008 yeah because it was like a, a launch game seven or oh eight yeah okay so 2008 and i was 12 
You're like a year older than me, and I was yeah, 11, I, so yeah. Yeah, I was I was 12 at the time, and so like I was very lonely. I did not have many friends, but I also was like, I like Star Wars. And this was like one of the first games that when it was released, the concept of it alone made me want to play it. It's like, mm-hmm. you're Darth Vader's secret apprentice, and I was just like, sold. Yeah, like, yeah. I am down. I get to play as a Sith. Awesome. Because it's just like playing as a Jedi was always kind of boring like <laughs> uh, i have to be good how dare you i loved my time with star wars connect <laughs> the thing that like really uh put me onto it and got me interested was um up until that <laughs> it's kind of like turning the amps up to 11 yeah because like up until that point you know you got to think about the games that were out you had the battlefront games with jedi and it was pretty you it was kotor like yeah. stuff like that and there, there was stuff with like force abilities that like were cool and whatnot but force unleashed like it really delivered the name because you could just destroy everything (laughs) oh yeah dude like instead of using lightning immediately you were like i love this game instead of like like, (laughs) press e to zap a stormtrooper hey you see that tie fighter shoot lightning at it and bring it out of the sky yeah (laughs) literally pull it out of the air and throw it at the nearest person yes like and that's the thing too with the with the wii version like as a kid you're like Oh my god, I'm doing it. I'm doing it. Me. Me yeah. with my own hands. Trying my, to swing your Wiimote thinking that like you're actually like <laughs> controlling <laughs> the blade, but meanwhile it's like it just needs you to move it. Yeah. Like <laughs> No, it, in reality it's like a pretty basic function where it just acts as a yeah. button and this is just the trigger button. <laughs> this is all that is. Like <laughs> he's swinging his arm around. Yeah, sorry, right. <laughs> but this yeah. Is, this is not a visual show. <laughs> I always forget. <laughs> but no, like I what I what I loved about it and i think what it says about me as a person is like i have always loved stories that are about someone who starts off one way and then changes and then ends up a different way yeah for me what i loved about it is that yeah you do start off and you are darth vader's apprentice and you pretty much worship the ground he walks on yeah and then once that is broken from your character's point of view and you see them start changing and start wanting to do good and Mm -hmm. seeing the people he's actually affecting rather than go kill some troops go kill some troops he feels betrayed in a way that you understand but it's also like he's not just doing it for him he's doing it for all the people that he was about to betray i think it's actually like even though it's it's told in like a fun video gamey uh you know star wars way it's actually like a pretty deep story about abuse (laughs) yeah and like betrayal and like and breaking out of the cycle yeah and kind of having like a uh stockholm syndrome kind of thing where it's like okay, this is so, like, obviously bad, but, like, this is my life, and, like, Vader wants what's best for me and everything like that, and it's not until, like, those good people or the people that he hurt, like you said, like, start coming back into his life in different ways that he starts to, like, realize. Yeah. Oh. And also... (laughs) This is all very bad. And also value him, because, like, you know, they're, like... He can't leave. Like he has to be here. Like you know. Like mm-hmm. and what I like about the game too is the way that spoilers for Force Unleashed, a game that came out 14 years ago. I, I think it's um, fine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So the ending of the game, what I like is that you formed the Rebel Alliance, mm-hmm. and you don't even realize you're doing that throughout the game, and then you do it, and you're like, oh my god, that makes so much sense. So if you wanted to, I think there are a few different versions of episode 3.5 as i'll call it yeah obi-wan is a more recent version i would say this is a is a version of it i would say parts of the clone wars rebels whatever you want to say are all 3.5 and by that i mean like you know it is that in between period it's one of the most interesting periods of star wars am i getting a little tired of it yeah but like i'm also a big proponent of it because it's just inherently interesting and i think force unleashed was one of the first properties to really do that and make me feel something with it because keep in mind too this is like two years after revenge of the sith came out Mm -hmm. and like they're still kind of going with like darth vader eh, like as a child you could literally watch revenge of the sith and then a few years later be like oh i have the next one and it's a video game yeah and the thing is i recently uh replayed a little bit of force unleashed on the xbox that version's great too Mm -hmm. it's really fun like i like it a lot just a quick sidebar 
when we talk about like the different versions and what makes the Wii version different from the uh, Xbox 360 version and stuff like that, this game was released on like every single piece of hardware at the time, including toasters, including Macs. <laughs> this I'm was on the toasters an thing, but yeah, uh, <laughs> not only so, toasters but a Mac. So this, <laughs> there are like many different versions of this game to where like instead of like just downscaling everything to make it run on older hardware they full-on like change the way areas looked some games have features that other games don't some base but it's never guy- like gameplay thing it's just like the ui is a little different yeah or, like the way you customize things or like the wii version like had a hub world in the yeah you go to your ship in the ship yeah, yeah. the it- wii version also had a multiplayer mode oh yeah do you did. remember that yeah like yeah i'd play it with my friends sometimes it was stupid but like i loved it because it was like mm-hmm. uh you'd literally be like it's count dooku versus and it would just be like a droid or whatever like really dumb oh yeah like a droid with a lightsaber or yeah something. It would be like, <laughs> yeah. I, I think you would fight as proxy or whatever the the droid in there by yeah. the way proxy one of my favorite droids in oh, anything. he's awesome i'm sad Fantastic. we haven't seen him since right or like we should like absolutely him. have a modern day version of proxy. i love proxy but yeah force unleashed and i mean force unleashed 2 is a very good game as well but the story there is just kind of weird it just feels kind of half-baked it's another one of those things where it's like the story is significantly worse, but the gameplay, I mean, it's a sequel to a game. Like, the gameplay yeah. is usually better in that case. Yeah, and in that And one, I think it absolutely applies for that game. So. Definitely. I, I think it was a lot of fun, but it's just, to me, the story was the thing that was driving me in one. Every time you go back to the Jedi Temple, especially in the Wii version, you feel like, I'm doing something. I am progressing the plot. Yeah. In the second one, you're just kind of like, Go to this place. Kill this thing. Half Go of this on Camino. <laughs> Go back to the rain again. Also, two had a weird amount of falling. Do you Very remember weird. that? Yeah, they the were f- just like, "Hey, we I love this like was... idea where you're just falling for like ten minutes." Yeah, and you're just like going <laughs> through space, and somehow there's still like resistance. Like, <laughs> well, the the first time you do it, or at least I think it's the first time, is when you're fighting like that big monster in that coliseum. Yeah, and yeah. it's like that's a pretty cool moment, and then like. It, he breaks out and you're still fighting him as you're falling and it's a bit ridiculous but it's like the planet's planet's big i kind of get it whatnot it's, it's a little odd uh and then, right. <laughs> and then it's like okay that's a cool scene and then like towards the end of the game he just does it by just like full-on diving into camino yeah. he's <laughs> like this is not a problem for me anymore <laughs> he's just like oh orbital drop sure i'll jump out of a ship <laughs> all right troopers <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and, and Force Unleashed 2 is, I think, a good companion piece to Force Unleashed 1. It's kind of like mm. the inverse of like Portal 1 and Portal 2, whereas like Portal 1 was like just an idea that they had and fleshed out a bit and put it on as like an add-on. Yeah, yeah. Portal 2 is like this full-fledged game that's like amazing and great yeah. uh, and everything is like way better and you care about the story. It's like, this is the inverse where it's like the first one's like that and the second one's like kind of an addendum. Mm-hmm. But like, I enjoy it nonetheless with that being said. But yeah, Force Unleashed is my absolute favorite and I've always wanted them to make a movie and there are always rumors and all of them are too good to be true because the most recent one was Christian Bale will be playing The Apprentice in a, in a Force Unleashed movie and I was like, Oh, it's a okay. It's a rumor. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, I thought you. Yeah, for some reason, I thought you meant like that was an announcement or something. I was like, yeah, I haven't heard. If that, that was an announcement, I would be like, that I was is like, awesome. surely I've heard that. I was like that that would be too good to be true. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> but what is your favorite Star Wars game, my dear friend Alex? Man, it's so hard for me to like actually pick. There are a lot because like one, I've played at least like half of them which like as a statement doesn't sound like a whole lot but when you think about how many let Star me, Wars let me video say this. games that is an over... accomplishment <laughs> I have barely scratched a fourth of them just so... a couple of weeks ago I showed you my Steam library where Dude, I it... bought the Star Wars bundle and I had like half of my Steam library was Star Wars one games. word stacked anyway <laughs> so I love so many of them for different reasons I guess if I had to break it down, probably OG Battlefront 2. That's a great choice. Because it's, you know what's weird? It's 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 weird because it's, they're not even like remotely similar games, but it's a tie between that and Fallen Order. And it's just for like extremely different reasons. You know, Because Fallen I Order that, I love though. because like it's a Soulsborne game for babies like me. Yeah. <laughs> See, that's. And so for me, it's like perfect with a good story and interesting new characters. 
all about it. But like when I when I think about it, like Battlefront Two is like absolutely just my favorite because like when I I played that when I was a kid, I formed friendships over that game. I played it with all my siblings, and it's just it's one of those things. It's like yeah, the gameplay is old and like clunky, but also there's a lot of like features about it I really loved. Yeah, I would just like sit down for hours and do an entire set of Galactic Conquest. I would do the where same you just thing. go through and like have ship battles and take over planets and it always felt so satisfying when you like met a enemy fleet at another planet destroyed their fleet and then went down to the planet and then just took over the planet yeah it really it's did just... make you feel like you were part of every step yeah, yeah yeah like granted you weren't sitting there like how do we take care of their food supplies like how do we limit <laughs> what they but like i most of my experience is actually with battlefront one because i had that i had that for too. a longer time than i did battlefront two battlefront two was always like weirdly in and out of my life like i would have the game from a friend for a while and then he would immediately take it back and i be like but why and i can never find it you know what's funny i had that with battlefront one really <laughs> yeah oh my god that's for, crazy i own battlefront 2 for like most of my life at this point and then uh I had battlefront, battlefront 1, 1 up until like about like two years ago like really maybe. <laughs> yeah oh 100 i was like just in case i need to bust out the playstation classics yeah <laughs> so for me battlefront one i first played it at like a friend's house from school in like third grade or something i already had battlefront 2 by that point right and then it was just like okay like this is clearly not like the same game mm. but also like the maps the maps were pretty cool on battlefront 1 the fact that they even put in things like naboo and things like that that were more recent in the star wars like canon mm -hmm. i think is a great addition and it, it offered a lot of different terrain and i also think graphically battlefront 1 is for the time was pretty impressive like it had that kind of like smear effect that they do sometimes mm -hmm. in games when like they want it to look like more fluid they'll be like smear vaseline on the camera it's fine <laughs> yeah like, it's whatever but like <laughs> it, it works for like what it's doing yeah it really does but uh battlefront 2 what's amazing when you talk about that the biggest feature that they added was the simplest thing that they could have done but it made everyone in the world that loved battlefront 1 go they said what if you could play as a Jedi. <gasps> and then everyone was like, shut up and take my body. Oh, yeah, because it was such a weird tease how in the first game you could fight like alongside the Jedi. Yeah, you, but could you could summon them almost. Them. Yeah, I kind of wonder if they were just initially making one game and then they just split up the content because they, they came out like a year apart from each other. Yeah, but it they came out suspiciously close. It also but also games were like smaller and kind of easier to make at the time yeah i mean you kind of think about that too like crash bandicoot is a great example like crash bandicoot one two and three came out in the span of three years really yeah wow and <laughs> i i view that more as like what you were saying they're about also games. pretty easy games to make though yeah easy games to make not to play um no i yeah. hate them oh i, see, I, oh, them. I love them though <laughs> see i love crash they bandicoot. frustrate me oh, i love crash the bandicoot. most i've ever played is uh you know how in uncharted 4 you get that oh my god you played you the play uncharted the 4 version <laughs> which is weird because it's made by the same people yes <laughs> they had to reprogram it to work within their other game oh is that really how it worked it wasn't like yeah it, it wasn't, wasn't just like a straight they... port like oh, they literally put that like in there and reprogrammed it from the ground up so oh, that's funny. that in itself is a different version of crash Bandicoot. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome um, but but yeah like what i find amazing like by that time you were saying about them make being made so close together i view that more as like the studio probably just had a bunch of ideas and it probably couldn't fit into one game yeah and so they said all right rather than put the features we don't have completely down and it probably like playing as a jedi or whatever there's different physics engines there's different uh yeah, summoning pretty different yeah, yeah. like uh, things like that i imagine they were like we've got this whole other crop of ideas this is enough for a second game mm -hmm. now let's take what we did well here expand on it that's kind of what i see it as same thing in crash bandicoot one two and three is like they kept adding mechanics and characters and things like that but it yeah. wasn't that far away so I, I definitely think that was one thing with battlefront 2 that like they had as an event. I didn't like there was a like the campaign mode was actually really cool. Yeah. Cause like, you know, it, it starts off basically like towards the end of Revenge of the Sith mm -hmm. with like the rise of the Empire and everything. But you get stuff like you got to play Order 66. Also, this game came out like when Revenge of the Sith came like out. Two days <laughs> after Revenge of the Sith yeah, came and out. And so it's like, okay, they I were just not shy I just about spoiling Order that 66. movie. <laughs> 
Oh, okay. Well, uh, quick side tangent. Fun fact about uh, not shy about spoiling Revenge of the Sith. The Lego Star Wars video game, mm-hmm. like the first one that yeah. was all the prequels, came out like two months before Revenge of the Sith did or something. Wait, really? Yeah. I feel like... And so, you, so like, if you bought the game, like, on release or within that window, like, you got what? to see the plot of Revenge of the Sith. Yeah, because I remember... Just um, uh, in wacky Lego form. <laughs> yeah, you got to see the plot, but it was all of the intense dialogue uh, was replaced uh, with... <laughs> so... Is there anything else you want you have to say about uh, old video games or uh, Battlefront 2 or anything? Or shall we dive into some of these ideas we have? Yeah, uh, well, you kind of go at whatever pace you want. I'm just, I'm, I'm just. Yeah, I mean, I don't usually transition things, so this is my attempt to do that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm getting on the segue. That's and usually not a you and Caleb thing. I don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> Masters of improv, baby. I'm here for tiny little jokes in the background that people don't hear in the foreground. <laughs> <laughs> I'm here for stealth jokes. <laughs> no, I, I think the it, it's just interesting to me, like that Star Wars has always had some initial interest in other media and yeah. i think that's kind of why you know me and caleb talked about comic book creators last time that's because star wars is just a franchise that i think lends itself to so many different mediums in that way and so like when it comes to like video games i feel like the first thing everyone wanted to do was like oh, i want to play with a lightsaber mm-hmm. as soon as the Wii came out what was the first thing all of us said i can be a jedi with a lightsaber exactly mm-hmm. i think as well it's just Interesting that there are so many Star Wars video games that you and I could have gone anywhere with this. Anywhere. And it would have worked. But my friend, you have some pitches for some video games. I probably have like one or two uh, that are in me that are just vague ideas. Oh, we'll we'll expand and we'll go from there, my friend. Sure. Star Wars is a pretty big IP, pretty popular. And I got to admit, I'm kind of I'm kind of cheating on you two because I talk to other people about Star Wars as well, and so I talked to a few coworkers specifically yesterday while talking about doing this idea. I hope you know that me and Caleb get custody over Baby Yoda Joker. I mean, that's Caleb's anyway. So like, well, I, mean, yeah, I yeah, bought it, so you know, it's it's that's ours. Kind of like being like, hey. We get custody over our kid. You don't get custody over our kid. You see what I'm saying? Like, you know what? That's uh, fair. I did uh, give it to the podcast, and Caleb is the mother. So, uh, <laughs> okay, yeah. So let's uh, let's go ahead and yeah. That's so fine. let me go get ahead. into these ideas. <laughs> 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 I think I think they're actually pretty interesting. And All right, yeah. um, by the way, uh, they're they're both gonna hear this because both of these guys are uh, big old fans of the podcast, and What's we up, peeps? we love them dearly, dearly. So shout out to Garrett and Riley. Garrett and Riley. G wagon and big holiday. This one goes out to you. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, we all have nicknames at work because <laughs> apparently you're truckers. Anyway, go ahead. so I asked Garrett. He wasn't like bursting out the doors with ideas or anything but he kind of like alluded to something like uh star wars 13 13 and something like kind of how you were mentioning earlier where uh he wants just like a very basic bounty hunter game but make it more like open world style where like you can like go select contracts have hits on people and like earn credits and like build up gear he didn't say all this i'm kind of adding on to it kind of like a red dead redemption type thing yeah but but with with like a star wars bounty hunter thing that actually my one idea was that but a smuggler Oh, and yeah. So I think you could actually incorporate both where you could just be like Star Wars, like, I don't know, underground, you could call it that or something yeah. like that. And dare I say it, there's probably a lot of crossover between smugglers and bounty hunters. Very much so, <laughs> uh, as we learned in the entirety of Star Wars. Um, <laughs> so like, <laughs> literally, if you see one, chances are you're going to see another one in the next like two scenes. Yeah. Um, oh, I was just thinking more more often, they're probably just the same person. Yeah. But <laughs> no, yeah, I definitely like that, too. I like the idea of... Uh, trying to like steal things from people but like trying not to have them notice kind of like skyrim in that way sure i also like the idea of like having to like haggle i like the idea of uh okay do i kill this person do i align with them do i take a contract i I don't know i feel like you could take the moment where han shot greedo in the cantina and almost make that like basis of your every choice Mm-hmm. in the game of like do i kill this guy or do i be with him and you can yeah. definitely take elements of like borderlands and stuff like that i think that would really help yeah i, I love that idea yeah i think it's a great idea that's a fantastic idea. Uh, actually, yeah garrett i hope 
all your dreams come true, buddy. And I love you very much, and I'll probably see you tomorrow, depending on what day this actually comes out. I hope you're really happy that I talked about a thing you thought about. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> Riley's biggest one we already talked about with the Darth Maul game. Yeah, uh, which which was a thing, but... Yeah, yeah. but sadly got canned. Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> but, you know, now that we've had something like Fallen Order, like something much more, like, you know, put together and, like, grounded really well, and, like, we kind of have an idea for what these things could be, we could see a Maul game come back at some point. Well, Especially I... Because, like, I mean, you know, back then he wasn't particularly popular, but now, like, now that he's been in extended media, he's yeah. an insanely popular character. He's literally my favorite Star Wars character. There you go. Oh. Disney, make a game for Steven and Riley. Yes. Just them. Well, every month I'll buy a copy until I'm 57, <laughs> and I'll be halfway there. No, uh, I actually think that that could work, but I think, if anything, because Fallen Order was so good and you know jedi survivor is going to be coming out i think it would be interesting if they took that and they did like the flip side like a sith game or something like that because clearly jedi fallen order has fans it clearly it was a success it was a very good game not for me because you said souls born for babies I yeah just, where you very much love souls i love games. the souls I, born games. i understand why you don't like it yeah i'm just like <laughs> for I me can't... i love it because i want to like souls born games but i don't I understand. <laughs> one day I love I, Dark Souls. Or one, I mean, I love Fallen Order. <laughs> <laughs> and I love Dark Souls. <laughs> Even though I can't, got to that first boss and I was like, greatest game ever. Never going to pick it up again. <laughs> Why you got to call me out with my experience <laughs> with Demon Souls like that? You That's, know I only beat the first boss. You understand. <laughs> that is everyone's experience with Dark oh, Souls at first. If they have no idea what they're getting have into. I, have I told you my experience with Demon Souls, though? Yeah. You literally see it. I, you said you were like, I played the first level. It, it was very hard. I, <laughs> well, I got to the that, first but... boss and I hated it. So I want you to know, I understand like the feeling of dark, like the satisfaction that comes with Dark Souls or uh, Soulsborne games like that because of like that first boss. Yeah. I spent like hours on the first level because I'm a very clumsy person. And I kept falling off of things. You are not alone. Uh, <laughs> I finally get to the boss and it's the... What's the what's the like gobbly goop monster with all the shields? Oh, like uh, phalanx or something? Yeah, it's the fa yeah, it's the phalanx. I can't I can't remember exactly. Demon Souls is the one I have the least experience okay. with. Well, I mean, same here. But yeah. But, <laughs> but uh I was fighting him. I used up like all my weapons trying to beat him. Yep. So much to the point where I think I got down to like a tiny little dagger. <laughs> and I think I mean, I was like dipping and like rolling out of this guy's way for yep. like half an hour but i was doing enough damage that i was making it work i got him down to like the slightest bit of health but i was also at the slightest bit of yep. health and i just went for it and i attacked him and i finally beat him yeah <laughs> and i was like this is the greatest feeling ever and then i tried playing the second level and i hated it so i stopped <laughs> and i uninstalled the game <laughs> man at that that is great i know we're going on a, a souls tangent but definitely like that's one thing those games have down is that feeling of you've accomplished something yeah yeah, yeah. because it's a great feeling i just don't want to do it yeah see oh no i got addicted to that feeling of bloodborne because bloodborne like I've, I've always said this but it's like all the you know souls games they're like all right you got a shield and you got a sword all right you got a shield and you got a sword all right yeah. you got a shield and then bloodborne's like what if instead of a shield we gave you a gun i do like and that. i'm just like yep <laughs> i do like that totally idea on the more. offensive <laughs> you don't ever block they give you one shield in the game and it's a joke <laughs> that's funny the shield says like a clumsy wooden shield made for those who wish to hide behind it shields engender passivity and it's saying like not very good to use you try to use it literally any attack <laughs> breaks just it. breaks <laughs> through so it's like, funny. like <laughs> they're just like don't use the shield that's we give really you funny actually pistols. <laughs> like, we give you a flamethrower you can have in your left hand why would you use the shield point being like i definitely think you could make a Sith style game in like that third person action type thing. I think if, if yeah. anything, the levels on Dathomir in Fallen Order, I think prove that more yeah. than anything, that that aesthetic can totally work. And if anything, I think a mall game is actually perfect for that. One of the things Riley specifically brought up is I want this like, I don't know if he said all, but he said like, I want most of it or a good amount of it to take place before Phantom Menace. That's and so cool. like you just see his life lead up, like you see his like beginnings on Dathomir and like in the trials and everything. I would love a tutorial of you playing as like a very young Darth Maul mm -hmm. and like 
Sidious just like totally drilling his teachings. Sidious training was a part of it. That's what he. Oh, that's, that's what he awesome. asked for. And I was like, man, that's good. Riley, I cannot... that's his name. Yeah, I like you, Riley. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, he might be at D and D sometime. Oh right on, <laughs> yeah, awesome, yeah. cool. You'll probably meet him at some. Yeah. Point. That being said, going off of that excellent, wonderful idea, uh, he pitched me uh, something that, in his words, is a joke idea. <laughs> That means but, uh, it's going to be the best idea we come up with. So it's it's an RTS that follows Wookiees like as they're becoming civilized and like <laughs> they're like there's still like tribes tribal warfare of Wookiees fighting each other, like building new structures and homes. It's civilization, <laughs> but with Wookiees, they're like they're starting from nothing. Well, they're, like, <laughs> I mean, basically they're starting from trees and guns. <laughs> so real real quick, as a side tangent, there is a canceled game star wars game that was going to be made for the atari but <laughs> okay. i'm not even kidding you was star wars ewok adventure <laughs> and it was going to be you as an ewok and you're like going through the forest during the like i think it was uh i think it was like after return of the jedi or something like that or prior okay. to but they were just like hey, no one's going to play the ewok game for the atari so <laughs> they'll play the ones that are just titled star wars can't get specific this early on <laughs> oh have you played star wars the force unleashed for ms dos like <laughs> you can't get that specific like right off the bat yeah so we were kind of like riffing on this idea and like coming up with just ways to make it wackier <laughs> and uh, eventually i landed on okay uh we can do all this stuff it has to be top-down rts it has to be a mobile game of course and it has to be extremely like financially predatory <laughs> much like the sponsor of this video raid shadow legends we are not sponsored we are not sponsored by raid but if you for, want for to jokes and bits sure we're sponsored for legal uh purposes we, we are, are not absolutely not sponsored by them <laughs> but hey raid if you want to pay us a bunch of money we will uh we will absolutely flip our opinions <laughs> yeah hey totally fine i'm willing to be changed for money oh yeah and the best part save for last it's called clash of wook I love this. <laughs> it's just Clash of Clans, but Wook. Clash of Wook. Clash of Wook. And then you there's have have some... like the click on the end of it, like Wook. <laughs> and then there's some god awful otaku art article that comes out that's like Clash of Wook, more like Clash of Woke. They have too many of these themes in there. What are they trying to do? Infect the youth? The Ooh. puddles in Spider Man PS4 look like crap. Anyway. <laughs> Sorry, I'm just I'm brainstorming. I, I don't want to take away for your bit, but I'm absolutely You're doing fine, that man. for a sec. <laughs> What if we had a character pack where uh, you could change all the Wookiees to look like Itchy and we charge I... them $9.99 for it? <laughs> you call it the Itchy Patch? The itchy Patch. <laughs> <laughs> it's better than the Lumpy Patch. Oh, wait, is Itchy the kid or is Itchy Itchy's the grandpa? The grandpa. <laughs> okay, that's the one I was thinking of. Yeah, I'm just the one that's like... Burp, burp, Although burp. we could have a Lumpy Pack too. Yeah. I, I love that. I love to. You could have it, a Jefferson Starship pack. <laughs> it's the same. It does. We nothing. have to rip it off, though. We don't want to pay them royalties. Yeah, it's like Guitar Hero Two, where they're all covers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> where it's just we built this city on repeat throughout the entire time that you're playing it, but it's played by a band that almost sounds like Jefferson Starship. <laughs> uh, no, I I love the idea too of having a, like a character pack that's like what about. Chewbacca in a dress. <laughs> eh, I don't really know about that. What about Chewbacca in a hat? Mm. Tempting me. What about young Chewbacca? Oh my god, could you imagine? Give me my money! <laughs> it's you... just an Ewok. <laughs> could you imagine a whole bunch of Wookiees emoting? <laughs> <laughs> That's like how... putting L's on their head and like dancing <laughs> around. <laughs> god. Okay, no, I'm sorry. This game has to be stopped because if I see Chewbacca dab, I'm gonna... <laughs> someone's getting sued i don't know who it is but they're getting sued like legally their life will be impacted yeah uh, no i i love i love clash of wook clash of wook is pretty civil, fun civil of wook i like the idea of it being as intense as civilization too like for it mm -hmm. to be like oh you selected this wookie this wookie believes in peace if you set his you know like <laughs> you know that glitch in civilization i i really don't know too much about civilization me neither but there's just like picking up on clues or saying and i'm getting the gist of it so. uh, <laughs> there is a glitch in civilization where you can make gandhi who is at like 
level zero aggression because he's gone. Yes. <laughs> there is a glitch in the game where you can bring it down by one, which means he is at 9,999 aggression and Gandhi wrecks everything. <laughs> it's awesome. Gandhi just wrecks shop. Hashtag Gandhi wrecks shop. Just tweet. Just get on Twitter. Tweet out hashtag Gandhi Don't at me. Shop. Don't add any of us. Don't add any just of us. Just get it trending. <laughs> Were there any other pitch ideas you had? No, that was the last one. All uh, right. So if you have... If you have other pitch ideas or if you just want to dive right in, uh, just because I covered this, now you can cover yours and then I'll, I'll get to my idea and then we, we're good. I have nothing. Anyway. Oh, you don't. No, I don't have a pitch. I, oh, I, <laughs> okay. <laughs> I thought of the smuggler thing and then you said something and I was like, there it is. I don't know. I, I really just, I like just talking about Star Wars in terms of other media because okay. like, you know, I think talking about the video games we've experienced, I, I love talking about Star Wars in that way because I think that this franchise, though we it, it is a franchise, it is fictional. I think that what it's done is it's stuck with us throughout our whole lives, and mm. like it will continue to. Like they're going to be making Star Wars stuff after I die. So the point is, if I can enjoy things that I enjoyed as a child and talk about video games in a constructive way with my friend who yeah. also loves the same things, I'm happy. Okay, so uh, I have an idea then that I would okay. like to pitch to you, and we can just workshop it then. Sure, go ahead. Okay, so we're giving I, Caleb content. This I episode. think some of the best Star Wars games that have come out have been, and I think you kind of said something similar to this earlier, but have been heavily inspired by like other games before it, but Star Warsified. Yeah, your Battlefronts, those were initially. I mean, they're they're made by EA. They were initially inspired by Battlefield. Yeah, they played incredibly similarly to like the way the first Battlefield uh, games played. Fallen Order is the best modern example of this because it plays similarly to like Soulsborne games, but also like, third especially person like, during, games. Yeah, and especially during like the height of that time, where like this is what to play now, and it kind of refines it and makes it its own thing and has its own identity and stuff like that. So bear with me on this. Because I know you don't like the game terribly much. All right. But if there was an open world first person shooter in the vein of Halo Infinite, I oh, think. Oh, that would work great with I Star Wars. I think it would make. Well, here's the thing. Here's oh. the thing. Are you okay. ready? All right. Clone Boys Night. Clone Boys Night. Clone Boys Night. We're talking about Imperial Commando. I think it's time they make it. Dude, I was. I wanted to it bring is that one up. time they make it, and I think instead of just making like another, even though another linear experience would be fun, I think they should just go full stop, make it as big and beautiful as they possibly can. And the the reason I liken it to Halo Infinite is because Halo Infinite does a lot of things really well. I know you don't like the gameplay of it too much, but I think the game as a whole has a perfect amount of content in its campaign because it has a whole campaign that you can bypass all the side stuff and it doesn't matter. But there's also a lot of side stuff that you can do for fun. Yeah. And you can find stuff like gameplay modifiers, or like little Easter eggs and pickups and stuff like that. It's not like a lot of open world games that you see nowadays where it's just content for the sake of content. Like, oh, I'm going to go find a hundred feathers so I can get the Cape of Aditore. It's like, <laughs> yeah, we all we we all remember where we were. It's, it's actually like a good amount to where like it's not overbearing. It's replayable. And so I think if you took that but applied it to Star Wars, you can make a wonderful Star Wars game that could keep you coming back you know and and the idea of you saying imperial commando so for those of you who don't know that was the canceled sequel to republic commando yes um and republic commando is a very good game um that like at the time especially squad based stuff and and all that it was mm -hmm. pretty intense but my thing is when you talk about that it being imperial commando and i think of halo infinite and a thing with halo infinite i only say i don't like the game let me be very clear i don't like the game because i'm an old man and because <laughs> i'm going this isn't my halo like <laughs> <laughs> Halo, stop being Halo after four. Like, and some would say before that. I, <laughs> I, I didn't That's mind <laughs> four after that. It was, I was gone. So, like, my thing with Halo Infinite was just like, this feels like it's trying to be so many other things that aren't Halo. Um, oh, interesting. Uh, th that's just what it felt like to me. Yeah, I, I get you. What I find interesting with that idea is that you say about being an Imperial Commando, uh, something like that, the idea of exploring and cultivating and like making a base or something like that, you almost could have a Starkiller arc 
like what I said about like you start off doing one thing and then you're like, maybe oh. I shouldn't. Like you yeah. maybe get the locals to trust you. You know, you maybe get like them to understand like, oh, the Empire is going to help you. And they're like, well, this is great. Meanwhile, you know, all they want to do is just use this place for like bait for the Republic. I was going to get into plot details a little later, but like absolutely that is something that I would do. Whereas like I wouldn't I wouldn't want them to like I would definitely want them to be the bad guys at the beginning and have them be different at the end. Yeah. Because, like, I think if done well, that makes for a very compelling story. I like that. <laughs> I, I also like the idea of, uh, I'm assuming, okay, are we playing as a stormtrooper in this game? Oh, full on, I want Delta Squad back. Hell yeah. Because, did you, you played through Republic Commando? Uh, yeah, I, I don't. Uh, remember a tremendous amount about the campaign. I just okay. remember the gameplay most of all. I think I played about half of it. Do you I remember Sev going missing in the end? Yes. I want that to be like somewhat of a focal point. You could easily. I don't want it to be like entirely designed around that, but I want them to like find him like at some point. So you could easily do it to where it's like you reference that, oh, we had a teammate go missing or whatever. Mm. You could have that and then have that be a plot point later. I like the idea of Delta Squad being the characters, though, because it yeah. shows a fundamental change. It shows that they're still using this clone unit, which I imagine you're going to put this between three and four. So let me just run down. I don't have a whole lot for the plot, but let me run down what I do have okay, so gotcha. far. The remaining three members of Delta Squad... I want the game to either uh, it can it could be a little bit before, but I want like the big end of the intro to be Order sixty six goes down, they get activated, and because like <laughs> this is where I'm going with this, because they're uh, they're like a elite team, is like this they're the not Russian just mission. No, <laughs> no, 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 no. Mow down the younglings. <laughs> <laughs> no, we already got a guy for that. Uh, <laughs> I would have them get assigned. I mean, assuming that like clones like start getting assigned to like go on to like hunt down Jedi as like the Imperials did before the Inquisitors were a thing. Right. I want them to go hunt down Shock T and kill her. <laughs> oh. And here's why I say her because she has had like six deaths and none of them are canon. <laughs> yeah, because even uh yeah, because she was originally killed by Grievous, then she was killed by Anakin, then she, she was, was killed, killed by, by like clones. Star Killer. Yeah. And like she has had so many deaths that have been either cut out of movies or written out of canon. And so I'm just like, she just she still exists. Yeah. And, <laughs> and I'm just and she's a Jedi master. So I think it's a perfect like time to say, like, hey, we have these guys, they're an elite team of clones, they can accomplish anything. Send these guys after her, and then maybe they take her down, but like something else goes awry. Maybe they get trapped on some planet. I wouldn't I want would, it to be I on would, one location. I was but. gonna say the first planet though like the main planet whatever yeah. the main planet is i want it to be a planet that's never been in star wars yes absolutely like i, I don't want it to something. be i swear to god if they actually made a game like this and it was tatooine <laughs> i would once again someone's getting sued i don't know who but it's happening hey uh boss um why are we on tatooine again shut up scorch <laughs> i don't remember what voice goes with what name but i like that though like I that. Like that. <laughs> no I, I i like that idea i also like the idea of, of you wanting to go to different worlds of yeah. like maybe there's different missions on smaller planets stuff like that it is kind of cool the last thing we know of shakti in canon is that an event very similar to the 2d clone wars happened but not quite because mm. um uh, in 3D Clone Wars they talk about Shock T was sent with a group of Jedi to go get the Emperor, but she's not responding. Mm -hmm. So it's like okay, maybe she's around, maybe she's not. I don't know. But yeah. I like the idea of you saying like none of her deaths are canon. So Kill sure, her. why not another one? <laughs> like, <laughs> well then I think like I mean I I don't know. Ex I mean I have ideas for the gameplay that I'll get into in a minute, but I don't know exactly how a boss fight would work. But it'd be pretty fun to have a boss fight against the Jedi Master I as mean, like a clone. If, if you Again, can, I don't know how, but it'll work. If you can make <laughs> it work in Halo, you can make it work anywhere. Yeah, so I don't have like much of the plot filled out because I've mostly thought about this from a gameplay perspective. But like I want that to be like a part of the opening and somewhere along the way I want them to find Sev. And I think the interesting thing we could do with Sev would be because he either got captured, got taken... That's the same thing. Uh, <laughs> or got stranded somewhere. Whatever happens. I like the idea that Order 66 went down. All these clones know about it because he was so separated. He just has no idea what's going on. I like that, and too. And so I, I, you guys I like the idea the Jedi. that... Yeah. 
I like the idea that he kind of has like a different morals perspective to things just because like he's watched this go down from an outsider perspective looking at like what's going on with the clones and being confused and all that kind of stuff and maybe just somewhere in there like have a way where he kind of like shows them like what's going on and like helps them realize I like that, that like the empire isn't yeah they're not that, like the... they're not the peacekeeping good guys that the clones are like hardwired to think I like that idea because the source of morality is not coming from the character you're playing as and that yeah. that inherently is just way more interesting than like you know i'm a good guy who's always good and everything i do is good and none of my choices have any moral ambiguity to them whatsoever yeah. or being like yes we took out master shock t or whatever and it's just like you did what yeah like <laughs> especially like yeah if he had like no idea that this stuff was going on yeah and I mean, even have him like have him back in the squad and like not fully know that y'all are on like a mission for the empire or like not even know what the empire is or we're gonna there's like target. a million parameters we could put around it i really want the idea of him just being like kind of oblivious to it but also like him being able to separate himself from the rest of the team and being like okay this is kind of messed up <laughs> and i kind of like the idea and of like influencing them the the end of it is kind of a um kind of like maybe an infiltration mission into like one of the imperial thing yeah. like imperial bases or whatever mm -hmm. maybe they're finally getting rid of the clone troopers by the end of it kind of like we see in the bad batch yeah uh, i would love the idea of that's happening and they're like fine they're gonna they're gonna do this whatever like we're just gonna break in like one of my ideas for a mission was absolutely uh stolen from the battlefront 2 campaign where you get to go to go to camino as a stormtrooper and squash a uh, clone rebellion god that's weird <laughs> like that's awesome though i, I love would love that. it though like I if like if like one of their missions like in the middle of the game before they get to sev was like to do that that'd be like pretty cool that would also be cool in terms of like you you reach the ultimate moral gray area you can yeah yeah we just slaughtered a bunch of our own because they were out they were you know uh crying out and like rebelling yeah and then you get to this one that you cared about and you're like oh yeah that could even be like the setup moment for like i mean this is kind of where you were going with that but where they could uh we just did this we got it done we're proud of our mission but like what did that really do to us and how does that like affect us yeah what yeah exactly like how and does this while feel? that's happening you can like see that like clones are being phased out and like all these new people are coming in as stormtroopers and whatnot yeah Mervis hard. If, yeah just this they're very pathetic voices and you could even have a scene of one of them trying to give you like orders or something and you're just like you took Excuse me? You're not a clone. You're not a clone. We're all voiced by D. Bradley Baker. Oh. You're different. <laughs> You're different. <laughs> I love everything we talked about. Yeah, today. this was really fun. This was very fun. <laughs> and which I, is why we're uh, 2,788 measures into this because we're going off measures. And not yeah, time. I don't know how to fix it. Anyway, <laughs> uh, what I love about what we've done today is we, in the same way that me and Caleb explored a medium that we both love, that we are able to experience star wars through you and i both we got to do that we got to do that as Yay. well so from a certain point of view truth is whatever obi-wan said right whatever what did he say what is I, the line i don't know you know the line <laughs> okay caleb uh, knows the line <laughs> caleb play the clip Luke, you're going to find that many of the truths we cling to depend greatly on our own point of view Roll thank you but alex this has been such a fun time. I really appreciated getting to have a conversation about something that Caleb can't, doesn't necessarily engage with as much, but I mm. promise we will be back to regular Star Wars therapy episodes. But before we do that, where can the good people find you? The good people can find me over on Instagram and uh, Twitter at underscore Alex Bryson or on twitch.tv slash ST3PHE underscore. Check it uh, out. <laughs> yeah, and uh, hopefully we'll be starting some Star Wars therapy streams soon. Yeah, possibly. I'm hoping. I'm hoping. Uh, definitely trying to get that together. Um, you can find Caleb Caleb and his litany of other podcasts uh, at Caleb from the real world. There you can find the snub club, all new 52 star Wars therapy, which you're listening to right now. Mm -hmm. And I'm pretty sure some, Oh, hot trash unlimited. Yes. I am Steven and you can find me on Instagram at Steven Weeben. That is S T E E B E N W E E B E N. And that's all the social media I have. Uh, you can find me on YouTube at Steven spelled just the way I said it before. I don't have a whole lot on there right now, but at some point in the future, I'll probably have something, but for right now, you can catch me on the next episode where we talk about Star Wars and, and life. life. Clone Boys Night. Clone, Clone Boys, Boys Night. Night.
Quarter sixty six. Palpatine was right. Oh, not very popular on that one, huh?